You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. On the outside. Who's trying to park girls go round the outside? Round the outside. Round the outside. Sing the sea, it'll be so empty without 
Peace, power, and blessings, peoples. Peace, power, and blessings. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is your host. This is Straight Talk. I'm sorry. Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. And um, dig this, right? Tonight, uh, 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 the situation and, and topic is a little touchy for me, man. I have two daughters, man. You know what I'm saying? I have two daughters. I have two sons, too. They older. So, you know, creator blessed the, the young boy, you know, brave enough to put his hands on my daughters. But um, it's just crazy, man. I, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine um, yesterday evening, and um, we were just random, just, just talking, casual conversation. And it was like, hey, man, my girlfriend, you know, uh, son was talking about how he smacked the little girl in school in the face. And she was laughing about it. And I personally ain't find that funny. But the fact that he went on to start bragging about how he pulled her hair and then drug her, it got to him. So me and her got in an argument. So I'm like, wow. Wow. You know what I mean? So I'm on Instagram today. And shout out to me, Jazz. I don't know if she's in the building listening. But shout out to me, Jazz, on Instagram, who posted a post with this young boy after school with his shirt off, you know, stunting, fronting for all the, the, the people out there watching. This little girl just standing there foot with her arms folded like, I'm not worried about you. Leave me alone. I don't want to fight you. Yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? The young boy at some point decides he wants to walk up to her and push her. So as he goes up and push her, little girl don't fall. She just moves. She just, you know, backstep a little bit, backpedal a little bit from the push. Next thing you know, these two young boys came out of the nowhere from the side, like, pop, 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 beep, 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 pop, 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 pop. Dropped the young boy, got over chop of him, and one of them just got over chop of him and just kept hitting him, and, and then somebody had to pull him off of him. But not once did the young boy get up and defend himself against the two young boys. So that just had me thinking, what type of punk little niggas are we raising today? Where are they getting this behavior from? Is somebody telling them, you know, somebody hit you with them back? Don't matter if it's a girl or boy or whatever. What happened to, as, 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 my, as my friend of my homie and I was talking, 
You know, they're like, no, I was like, what happened to telling the teacher? You know what I'm saying? And if the teacher don't do nothing, go to the principal. Principal don't do nothing. You make sure you tell me when you get home. So if anything go down, you know, you won't get in trouble because you, 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 you know, utilize all your resources. You know what I'm saying? But no, this chick thought it was cool for her son to put his hands on a female. Now, I'll, first thing I'm thinking is, wait, aren't you a female? And you're okay with your son putting his hands on a female? Now, mind you, after I got the backstory, the father not in the, in the, in the, in the play, you know, of course. Um, mother is a single mother, and the young boy has feminine tendencies. Once he, I already figured that already once I heard, you know, pretty much the, uh, uh, I pulled the hair and I drug her. I, I kind of figured already where that was going. You know what I'm saying? But, nah, not mine. I'm going to have a serious problem with that when I come up to the school. You know what I'm saying? But more importantly, where are our boys getting these punk-ass bitch-made behaviors? Where are they getting it from? Who's teaching it to them? So tonight, I want you all to dial that number, 605-562-0444. Dial that call ID, 143-133-POUND. Hit one pound if you just want to tune in and listen. And hit star two if you want to chime in and and give your opinion on this situation and this conversation. You know what I mean? Because it is not cool in no way, shape, fashion, nor form for a male to put his hands on a female, whether you're a child or you're an adult. It's not cool. My mother raised me, you don't hit girls. In fact, the block told me if you had a girl, you're a coward. So what's happening in today's society where it's okay? Everything is okay. See, at that level, shit I told y'all about, I told y'all I'm feeling more conservative each time I, this liberal start popping up. All of a sudden, it's cool for males to hit females. Now, granted, I will say this on the flip side, females, you have no right putting your hand on the metal, because my mom did say, once you walk away, once you're done told, everything is good, you didn't do what you're supposed to, if they put their hands on you again or they keep it up, then they asking for it, and they get what they deserve. Now, mind you, I ain't never had to put my hand on a female, and it ain't never had to go to that level anyway. You know what I mean? So I'm just telling you how I was raised. And the block just said, yo, you go get your sister or your cousins for that, your female sister. I mean, you know, your sister or your female cousins. You don't put your hand on no female. So what's happening in today's society, people out there? I need y'all to talk to me. DJ Philly Joy, you see where I'm going at with this tonight? Oh, yeah. I got you. I see where you're going with it because there's a lot of things that done turn coat all the way. You know, we, we done came a whole nine yards a different way because, a lot of the women, you know, they want to be the guys and vice versa. You know, it's not going on. So it's a flip side going on. It's, it's sad to say, you know. You know, I don't I don't like it, but it's happening. You know, it's, I think it's a subliminal yeah. message that's put throughout through the music and the radio. It's put out there. It's not going to stop. It's going to keep getting worse as long as we let our children 
kind of govern themselves with these TVs, these YouTube channels, and all the things that they've been watching, and not have supervision, you know, and uh, strong male role models. So it's a lot. Think about that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you 110%. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I know of a case where, you know, um, this guy black a girl's eye in school because, you know, I was a teacher for 15 years, and I've seen a lot teaching, you know what I'm saying? But this particular yeah. incident, this little boy blacked a little girl's eye. And when I tell you the beating that her people's put on him the next day, because you know how that goes. We'll be up at the school tomorrow. It's like yep. seven phase grade. We'll be up there tomorrow. And when I tell you, it looked like it was like high school. But by the time I got downstairs, you know, because I'm dismissing my class, by the time I got out, they already got this ball already beat down and cops amazing out there already. Wow. But wow. needless to say, more than his eye was black. Like, he really caught it. You know what I'm saying? And and I hate to say deservingly so, but don't put your hands on a female. And I know some of the females out here be aching for it, man. They be <laughs> begging for it. They follow you. They push you. They mug your head. <laughs> they, just, they be itching for it, you know what I'm saying? But you have to restrain <laughs> yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because we know wow. how it When the cops is called, you know who's getting cuffed and taken away. You know what I'm saying? You That's already know. Unless there's fact. some witnesses out there that got your back that say, no, she kept coming at him and hitting on him, then she might get arrested. Other than that, you already know which way it's going. So why mm-hmm. put yourself through that anyway? First of all, if you put your hands on a female, you're a coward. That's number one. Number two, you're putting yourself in a position for you to be locked up. You know what I'm saying? And three, now you're jeopardizing yourself getting hurt or even, you know, a life loss in a situation. Because now is your family coming up to the school, their family coming up to the school, and now it was one big free fall. And then when the parents come up, you start to see the apple don't fall far from the tree, why the child is like that. But what's happening, especially the funny part is, just like this young boy in the video, my homie was like, you know, they asked him, do we hit the boys like that when they hit on them? So the mom paused and didn't say nothing. The little boy never answered, and then the mom answers later and say, yeah, no, we don't. Because if, if he did, it wouldn't be a pause. That's when you go up there and you start wilding out because the little boy hits his son, but you okay when your son hit a little girl. I don't get it. Something's definitely wrong with that picture. And I need people out there in Radio Land to tell me, because maybe I'm wrong. But I need y'all to tell me, when the father is not in the, ho- in the household, is that a better chance of a little boy having feminine tendencies and ways? Now, I'm asking that because my mother raised me. My father was in and out in my life, 
more out than that. You know what I'm saying? But, and I know what people say, yeah, all males got a feminine side and you got to get in touch with your feminine side. Don't give me that shit. I'm not buying none of that. Um, I, I was blessed to have uncles and cousins and male friends to be around. This little boy, from what I hear, doesn't have any of that. You know? And that's a question that I'm asking to the people, like, does it matter if the father's not in the household? Will a, will a little boy develop female tendencies in that situation? Or, you know, will he still come out on top as the male he should be? Now, I, I, I get it. It depends on each household and the mother. But from what I'm gathering with this little boy, and I, and I, I had met him once. You know what I mean? It's not like I don't know who he is. But I, I, I kind of put the story together and the image together. So it was like, okay, I get it. No father around, just around mom. I mean, mom lets him curse. She thinks it's funny. It was to the point where she was trying to get my homie's child to curse. Telling them because, you know, you got a little girl and she was, you know, saying her kitty cat or whatever. And the little boy mom is like, you got a pussy. You got a pussy cat. Say pussy cat. No, who are you to tell my child to say something that I don't allow them to say? Like, this is where parenting go wrong with me. I don't care what kind of job you have. I don't care how, how well dressed you have your child. I don't care if they have the latest whatever. I don't care if they got all the video games in the world. That is not parenting to me. And the fact you can tell somebody else's child to use inappropriate words, I'm sorry, man. Your parenting card should be revoked. That's just my opinion because uh, that's just not cool. That's not cool. It's just certain things you don't do. Certain things you don't do. And that's one of them. You already raising yours to do what the hell ever he want to do. Now you want to teach somebody else's child to do some stuff that they don't allow him to do? DJ Fully Joy, talk to me. How would you feel if, you know, that woman told your daughter to say pussy or pussycat? Well, because it's not their place to tell your child what to say for their particular private parts. Actually, I, this is one of the problems that we have because we don't tell them exactly what things are called. And the bottom line is we need to let people know what their, also their roles are in each position and what those things are actually made for. So they won't utilize them in the wrong, wrong way. They won't talk about them in a way where it's contradictory or it's, you know, belittling each other in that respect. So in name calling, people name no. call like that. So, right? No. No, Joy. No? I'm telling what? you how you feel about me telling your daughter. Now, pretend I'm a female. I'm your okay. girlfriend. We will play. I don't like it. And I tell your daughter Mm -hmm. to call her privacy a pussy or pussy cat. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm telling your daughter that it's okay. No, no, no. I don't like it. You do what you do with your children. Let me do what I do with mine. I was was trying to get there. 
Like each parent has okay. responsibility. And I and I think part of the pro, the problem is you call what it is. If it's a vagina, you call it a vagina. If it's a penis, you call it a penis. You don't say the little nicknames and stuff like that because it gets too too um, playful. So you let it know what it is and what it's used for, what it's, what, it's, what it's used for. You don't go into all that stuff with the, you know, and I don't like that. So I said that already. I don't like it. Let me raise mine and you raise yours. You know what I'm saying? And then don't let it contradict what I'm trying to teach mine. Yeah. Right. So how would you handle that if, if your daughter came home one day and told you a little boy smacked her in the face? How would you handle wow. that? Wow. Wow. I did have that situation happen when my daughter was young, believe it or not. It was a neighbor's, the neighbor's kid, you know, and it, it had to be handled. Wow. You know, yeah, it literally, my daughter, and she was, I think they were like six, five, eight, something like that, were young. So kids do stuff, and I can't say that she didn't hit him or whatever, because that's how you get part of the story, but he should not have hit her in her face. So I went to the mother, to the mom, basically dealt with her son. Her son has some timid tendencies. He had two older sisters, so it was like a, something going on there. I, you know, he was uh, kind of feminine. I had to go there. But he did, not realizing his role and his strength, whatever, hit my daughter in the face, and we had to deal with that. But it never happened again. I dealt with the mom about it, how to, how to teach her son not to be hitting girls. And he knew better. You know, I can't say it was love tap. I don't know, because it was so long ago. This is talk, we're talking about 30, 30 years ago. <laughs> 25 years ago, I remember all the details of the story, but I know it did happen, and I had to deal with it. But I confront the parents because the children out there playing, and what happens is the children, the parents get, you know, you get up, don't do that to my daughter, like you're not going to chastise that child, but I let them know you've you got to correct, right. correct with your children. Yeah, I deal with the, the parents. And if it happens again, we've got we to have a problem, for real, for real. It never happened again, but you do stuff to the parents. So the parent was receptive. The parent was okay with it, with, with you, you know, um, saying something to her about it. The parent was, actually, believe it or not, I don't think she was really receptive. She took it, but I could tell the distance. Like, it causes a wedge. Like, it causes distance. So you kind of like you think, oh, you think you're better than me or something. Like, you know like what I'm trying to say? They hate that you correct right, them about right. how to do something. So it causes a wedge. You can tell the difference in how they talk to you or treat you after that and the distance that it's caused. So that children didn't play together anymore after that. They didn't have to. It was okay. So that was that. It did cause that wedge. But you got to do what you got to do. Okay. So you, you, oh, you knew you know, the mother. That was my neighbors. They were neighbors on the oh, okay. <laughs> on the city street. Okay. I'm done. Got it. So, yeah, <laughs> they were neighbors. They weren't, we weren't friend friends. We were neighbors. And you had to step to your neighbors and say what you got to say to them. And they put to leave my mom. The kids went to school together, so so a little controversy with that, but they separated. They didn't bother each other no more, put it that way. He well, you know what I got to say? What? I got to say, playing Nubian sent a message out to all these little punk dudes that want to hit on girls. <laughs> oh, my. You, know you got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Sent a message mm-hmm. out to them. 
And then another young boy came over and started dipping on him. Young boy dropped. The one who went over to the little girl stood over top of him, swinging on him. By this time, another young boy grabbing him to pull him away. But the young boy didn't get up to fight him not once. Wow. Yeah. So in this other situation, now that was like middle school age kids. You see what I'm saying? Now, Mm -hmm. in the situation that I described at first, that's like elementary. He got to be in maybe the fourth grade, maybe fifth, you know, something like that. He got to be no older than 10. I mean, maybe nine. So, you know, they're in that fourth grade, fifth grade age, maybe even third. I don't know if he's that great. But I know he's old enough to know not to put his hands on a girl. You know what I'm saying? I do know Mm -hmm. that. So at the end of the day, I'm just trying to figure out how do we raise our children for it to be okay to put your hands on a little girl. Like who raises their child that way? Wow. You know what I mean? Like what, what did you tell your children when they went to school, DJ Philly Joy? In regards to defending themselves, protecting themselves, fighting, whatever. What did did you tell your children? Well, that's a very good point that you're bringing up because I told them a few things, depending on where the school at, believe it or not, because my children experience city schools and they experience suburb schools. So in the city schools, I think sometimes it's a little bit rough. And the thing was you, you protected yourself. You didn't start anything. But someone started with you, and you got into a fight. I'm not holding against you, but you got to tell the whole truth or nothing but the truth, okay? I never had no problem. My kids always did their work. I never had no problems with my children like that, thank goodness. But people did because they were so quiet, and they did their work, and they didn't cause any trouble. People were always tend to pick with them. So it got to be with a teacher or whatever, a principal got involved in that respect. But it was very little problems with, with my, my kids in school. I told them if someone messed with them, Okay, first, you know, bring it to their attention, like talk about it. You can, if you can talk it through, whatever, see what, it, what the problem is. And if you got to leave them alone, just leave them alone. But if it got to escalate, then talk to the teacher about it. Let them know there's a problem. And then from that point on, it got further than that, we could bring the parents in. So I always try to get to air on the point of being a peacemaker as opposed to them having a problem. But if somebody hit them, my younger daughter was a fighter. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but she was. So if anybody about her sister, she was, like, ready to go and fight him, literally. Hmm. So, yeah. Wow. But she, they, didn't, they didn't bother well, anybody, but if somebody, they defended themselves. They had to. Yeah, well, my mom told me two things about people and fighting. She said, no, I'm sorry, three things. She said, you have the quiet one. That's the one you don't mess with. That's the one that'll mess around with your ass. The one who's quiet, stay to themselves, don't bother nobody. Them the, them the ones who either black out or got hands and you ain't know they had hands. You know what I'm saying? She said, the loud mouth one, that's the one that can't fight. 
Yeah. <laughs> the one out there jumping around, doing a lot of talking and all that. She said that's the one you just walk up on and you just still. You just hit them. We ain't doing all the right now. We either going to make it happen <laughs> or we, we out of here. But right. there's going to be a whole lot of right. You, you talk. I'm going to go ahead and snuff you. You know what I mean? And get this thing started. Or we're going to walk. Then she said, that ringleader beat his ass first. Everybody else will fall in line. You'll get wow. that respect. The three jewels that she told me about school. Mm-hmm. That was after. That was only after first grade. <laughs> Little boy, I guess I can't remember the story that well. And, you know, that's a whole lot of, a lot of years ago. But I remember this going home crying one day after school. Dad, like, crying for him. I don't know what I told him. I said something about the little boy. He stirred me on the bed, punched me dead in my chest. Wow! Knocked the one out, me joy. You ever come back in here crying for somebody messing with you or talking about you, whatever, I forget what it was. Hit me. I don't know what it was. I was like, eight years old or something. I I wasn't even, I was more, then I was more into my academics. Like, I was a very intelligent and smart child. I wasn't about all of that nonsense. You know what I mean? Mother was raised me in the church, so I'm, I'm like choir boy type. You know what I mean? So my dad took me back to school the next day. And he said, you either going to beat his ass or I'm going to take you back home and you're going to deal with me again. All I remember, Joy, is I beat that little boy up, got on him on top of him on the grass, he rolling around, I got off the top of him, started hitting him. My father got me up. It's the last I had the issue with him. Now, again, this is wow. first grade. I'm not saying my father handled it the right way. I'm saying my, my, my dad handled it the manly way. <laughs> there wasn't no talk to no principals. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't no talk to no principals. It wasn't no go. It was like, you let him go get his parents. I did it them tomorrow then. You know what I mean? Because he took me back the next day. Like, it was, it was, it was interesting because when I became yeah. a parent, I overstood as a father. The way I handled my boys in situations is almost the same way I handled my girls in situations. You know what I mean? My children ain't troublemakers. They don't get in like like your children. They've never created no problem for me. You know what I'm saying? To this day, they still have that utmost respect for their father. You know what I mean? That's so wonderful. I, I I remember my oldest son, he was a 16, 15, 16, something like that, going to school in Frankfurt, Frankfurt High. And I just kept getting calls from the office like, he about to fight, he about to fight. 
and all that. Now, Frankfurt High is a bad school. That's all they like to do. I had to get him out of there. You know what I mean? Right. Because I didn't feel like the education was conducive to learning and what I wanted him to have as education. His right. mother put him in that school. So I had to, when he came to live with me and stay with me, I had to get him out of there. You feel me? But oh, it was yeah. one of them things, every time they called me, and I was a teacher at this time, and I was blessed to have a principal who was thorough with me and like, yo, go handle that. We'll cover the class. No matter what it was, man, and no matter who called me, which one of them called me, I got to go. All right, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? So I find myself going up to this school three, four, five, ten times. Because it started out a one-on-one, <laughs> then it'll get into your balls against my balls, then it'll come into, all right, when I see you and he got a million balls, like, it, it just really was going there to what? the point where I started Crazy. going up there. With, yo, I started going up there ready to smack up somebody's son. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how, that's how <clears throat> ridiculous it was. And never once I done asked for parents. No parents showed up to the meeting. It was it was ridiculous. So, you know, I needed to say, I got him out of there. That was my oldest son. You know what I mean? Right. Took him to um, Hope Charter over there by Martin Luther King when Hope Charter was open. First, I took him to M.O. Track because I know Mama Chris, you know, the lady who owned M.O. Track. So I was going to take him there. But that didn't work out. You know what I mean? So he got in Hope Charter, um, played ball for him, whatever. Did good. Got in the drama. Um, Patty Jackson, or I think it, no, Bakes, what's her name? Tiffany Bacon from off, I think, DAS. She was his drama teacher at Hope. And now he done been in two movies, you know, wow. um, independent, you know, films, and he's in a, a, a YouTube series now. You know what I'm saying? But, again, had I not interjected and stepped in with all of this bullying right. and violence and nonsense, I might not have that story to tell with the, the right. good ending thus far. You see what I'm saying? But That's somebody right. wasn't telling a child, go to school to learn, leave the nonsense alone. Or maybe they were, and the child just was defying as hell. Like, no, maybe they couldn't because, you know, in these days and times of back, and when my son was just saying, in those days and times, like, it was kids raising themselves. Parents ain't no school right. with their children. Some of them was cracked out, you know. Some of them uh-huh. just sit around, smoke weed, and drink all day. Some right. of them, dad was in jail for, for violence. So it's like one of them things where this is the, the, the they become products of the environment. So as they become products of the environment, now to them, nothing matters. They ain't got nothing to lose. And I'm from North Philly, so I've seen a whole lot of that. Grew up around a whole lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So I just want people to know right now, as a parent, I'm not condoning violence or any of that. But I feel what Cypress Hill said. Because when it comes to my children, 
That's the only thing I, I seen it. Uh, I, I said, uh, what was it? The Hate You Give, the movie. And the dad tell him he got a tattooed on his arm. The reason to live is my reason to die. And he was like, y'all are my reasons. I live for y'all. I'm going to die for y'all. You know what I'm saying? So Cypress Hill put it best, DJ Philly Joy. You got that, that Cypress Hill in the building. And again, you know I do. on Point Radio, do not promote violence. We do not promote bullying, any of that, but we do promote self-defense and protect your neck. That's right. On Point Radio. Just another one of those funky cypress hell packs. You know what I'm saying? As we go a little something like that. Hey, something stop with the cats. You're missing the hooter. I'm the funky booter. A looter of your quick whack stops. I get quick hit. So come on. It's like we're about to kick in. We're like the alcohol side. It was like as I hide it. Stop behind the bush when you see me dropping by. Hang it. technical difficulty people DJ Philly Joy be back with it but um that number again 605-562-0444 dial that call ID 143-133 pound hit that one pound if you just want to listen but hit that star two if you want to communicate and tell us your story about a boy hitting a girl, how you feel about it? What do you teach your children if you have children? You know, when it comes to defending themselves or protecting themselves, what do you do? How do you handle it? If someone, if your child ever been hit by a little girl, ever been hit by a little boy in school, how did you handle it? How did you deal with it? You know? So, I mean, let me know. Dial that number, dial that call ID, and talk to me, because we're coming back with DJ Philly Joy. You know what I mean? I think she's back in the building. <laughs> DJ Philly Joy, you back that. in the building? Yes, yeah. yeah, sir, I got it's you. It's cool, it's cool. Technical difficulties occur. We ain't yes. really got it. Wait, don't you worry about it, Queen. It's all good. You know what I mean? I was just getting the people the, the information so they could call in and let us know, you know, their story. Because we, we, we're not even going to take a long time with this tonight. You know what I mean? Like, this don't have to be a two-hour show, man. This this right here is short, sweet, and to the point. Don't put your hands on a female. You know what I'm saying? For some little boys, it's a learned behavior. Who might see their father put his hands on his wife or his girlfriend in front of his son. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's funny, though, because there's a difference between a father. Well, first of all, it depends on how a dad or father does things. If the the father or dad spanks his daughter, the son perceives that and computes that differently than the father 
or dad putting his hands on the mother or mom. You know what I'm saying? He computes that differently, as he should, as he should. But just the fact he knows how to differentiate the hits in that. Even if I, the, little, the little girl, let's say his sister, is younger than him, and she's getting her butt beat, he, he computes that. Now, let's say, that, you know, they're a little older, and the dad or the father smacks the daughter. Now, that's where it gets tricky. Because the little boy, who's the brother, instantly is ready to react in defense of his sister and protect her. Hence, when he has a daughter, he's learning that part of a man to be the protector, even when it comes to his own. But he also knows to step down when need be, if the child is being chastised and just getting the butt whooped. All he computes then is, I ain't doing what you, whatever you did. I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? He might still feel a little sorry for his little sister getting a butt whoop or whatever, but right now he's just computing, man, you messed up. I ain't doing that. But as they get older, it now turns into something different. And then, you know, there's always testosterone between men anyway. A young boy start feeling himself and start thinking he could take his dad or, you know, start thinking he don't got to listen to his dad or, you know what I mean? That that thing happens too. Blessedly, I didn't have to deal with that with my son. Like, when I tell you I have four great children, I have four great children. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I told my children, and my mom told me the same thing. But she gave me rules to it. So my boys, you got the right to defend yourself, protect yourself. Don't put your hands on no female. You having an issue in school with somebody or somebody, first thing you do, tell them, listen, leave me alone. Got to speak up. Leave me alone. Now, when they persist and they continue, now you tell the teacher. Teacher don't do nothing. When you get home, you make sure you tell me. I talk to the teacher. I talk to the principal. If it consists, handle your business. Handle your business. Sometimes you might have to skip one of them steps. Because if he put his hands on you, you have all right to defend you. I taught all my children, you have a state. This is what I taught kids in in my classroom as I was teaching too. Put your hand in front of you. Put your hand to the, put your arm out to the side of you. Put your arm out to both sides of you. And try and get it as far behind you as you can. That's all your space. Anybody enter that area. Any of those areas. They're in violation. And this is what I taught my children, and this is how I believe myself as an adult. Don't get up in my face. Give me my space as far as my arm can reach. See, because you and arm distance, you want to be snatched. You know what I'm saying? You want something to happen. 
So I'm going to need you to back away, arms left and farther. Say what you got to say to me. Don't get in my face. And again, this is not to promote violence in any way, man. This is sometimes you got to let people know how they understand, how they learn. Because if you don't, this is why we have children that commit suicide, and this is why we have children who end up in, in jail because they were the ones that ended up bullied but defended themselves at any and all costs when they got tired, and they ended up the ones in trouble. It happens. So all I want the people out there in Radio Land to do is be mindful to tell your children, especially your little boys, do not put your hands on a girl. You got sisters to handle that. That's what my mom would say. You don't put your hands on little girls. You got enough sisters to handle that. You know what I'm saying? You got enough cousins to handle that. Don't you put your hands on them. She still say that as an adult. Like, you know how they are. You know how they get. Don't let them get you that mad and make you want to put your hands on them. Just walk away, stay away from them. Like, she, I was, my mom be dropping them jewels, man, because even as an adult, I told you, y'all females be egging it on, man. Y'all be mugging us behind the head, pushing us. You know what I mean? What you going to do? What you going to do? Y'all saw, y'all saw baby boy. Y'all was loving Jody up until, up until that scene. She kept on pushing him and pushing him, jumped on his back, punching him in the head. And all he did was turn around and really just, it was his reflexes. How much more did you want Jody to take? Not again, not to say that putting his hands on her was right. But to say, yeah, I know how some females can really get you to that point. That's a lot of restraint, DJ Philly Joy. That's a lot of restraint dealing with y'all women. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I hear you. That 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 messed my head up. I don't know if you've seen Baby Boy DJ Philly Joy, but that messed my head up when Jody smacked her and blacked her eye. I was like, not that. No, Jody, what? <laughs> I remember seeing that, but... but if you would have saw, she just jumped on his back and started welling. <laughs> it was like, yo, <laughs> even if he would have pushed her, he would have been wrong. You know, but this little girl in this video that I'm speaking of today, she did nothing wrong. She didn't say a word. I wish I could forward it to you. She just stood there with her little arms crossed. Wow. It might have been as to say, I wish you were in me. I don't know. Not to say she was scared of him. I don't know. There's no audio. But clearly she didn't want the the confrontation. She didn't want to fight him. But just the fact he thought it was cool to take his shirt off to fight a girl, maybe he liked it, DJ Philly. Do you think that's the point? Maybe he liked it? That's that's too much. Too much like that's like caveman kind of like right. You got the club, but you got the cool <laughs> hair. <laughs> no, no, she went near the door with it. <laughs> that's too 
much love. She went Caucasus Mountain on her. Come here, woman. No, Come here, woman. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that, but you know what? What? Could be right. It could be right. He could have liked her. You know how you stop playing. Remember the little boy in school who always pulled your hair, who always kicked your chair, you know what I mean? Who pushed you down by mistake and recess on purpose. You know what I mean? But yeah. he liked you. He got you the Valentine's card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he ain't no craziness. Say, I like you. You know what I'm saying? Then y'all get a little older and he ignoring you or he calling you little names and not you with you, making people laugh, but then he give you the, the letter, do you like me? You know what I mean? You right, go love notes. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but this, but you, you said it best. This was too much. This was entirely too much. He... Yeah. Taking your shirt off outside in front of everybody ready to fight a girl. That's not how you tell her you like her. But even when the boy was, 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 was giving it to him, she never egged it, egged it on. She just still stood there with her arms crossed. As to say, wow. I kind of feel sorry for him. Like, this video really blew my mind. I was like, you know what? I don't care what I was going to do my show on tonight. I'm doing my show on this because this is the second time in two days that this done crossed my path. So this needs to be discussed. And that's why it's the topic of my show tonight. Had I, had I not seen, um, shout out to the sister on Instagram again, these guys, had I not seen her, her post, <clears throat> I probably would have just left that conversation that, that man and a friend of mine had in the back of my head until something else occurred later. But the fact that the day the same type of situation popped up with older children, I was like, okay, this this is a conversation that needs to be had. You know what I'm saying? Because now we're not just talking about elementary grade school kids. Now we're talking about middle school grade kids where we can really start talking about adults who are already doing. That's why I was going to say that. Yeah. It's such a mm-hmm. big thing. Yeah. But now I'm seeing where the abuse is coming from. These actions that they're exhibiting at such a young and early age can only tell you how it's going to be later. Because, you know, like I know it gets greater later. So we kind of discussed that you know too saying? a little bit with bullying. We had the bullying thing, remember? The pit, people right. that are being bullied. Right. They're getting bullied, and then what happens? They wind up bullying somebody themselves. Like it just kind of like trickles down the lane, or they're being bullied at home or abused at home. Things are going on that allow us to get bullied like that too. So there's a few ways to look at it. So one extreme to the other extreme. Wow, that's that's a that's a whole other, other conversation right there, right there. What you see with the children. Well, you know what they say. Mhm. You know what they say. Hurt people hurt people. Right. You know what I'm saying. And there's no age limit to hurt people. Children feelings, children are mean. And I, that's how I told my daughters. Because I have a, a 12-year-old that's in sixth grade. And I remember my 17-year-old daughter, when she was in that eighth grade, she had a little issue with a little girl who was supposed to be her friend. You know what I mean? And she was all upset and everything. And I'm like, yo, what's wrong with you? Wow. And I had to, I, I, had, I forgot she was my daughter. I'm, I, I instantly fall in the father mode, like I got all boys. 
Yo, what's wrong with you? So she started telling me, was, I was like, and you crying? What you crying for? You just leave her alone. Don't be a fun no more. Cause I, and that's just what I tell my youngest one, like, you know, the ones that you came up with in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and all that is all cute, fun, and dandy. But you don't always remain friends with them. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes as you get older, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, you start to drift off into other friends, friend zone. They change. That's right. So I tell my children, yeah, people, you know, you change. People change. One start to hang with this group and and crowd, and the other one start to hang with this group and crowd, and you over here with this group. It's going to happen. It's a little girl that my 17-year-old was was just almost best friends with at one point. They rarely even speak now. Wow. They speak in passion. And there's not nothing that, that's per se bothering. Like, they didn't go through anything. It's just that they're on two different pages. They're two different people. That and that is so true. And, and <clears throat> excuse me. And they pretty much discovered the new them. So with my youngest one, I pretty much tell her the same thing. Listen, you don't have friends. You have associates. You have classmates. You know what I'm saying? Because that friend word, man, it'll get you. I don't use the friend word today as a grown man. I don't. And if I do, then you've got to be somebody that I trust and believe in. Because I don't use the word friend. I use homie. I use my boy. I use anything other than my friend. Because that word friend is like that word love. It packs a mean mm. punch, man. No That's one deep. can hurt you worse than your friend. Your girlfriend can't even hurt you worse than your friend. If your wow. friend slept with your girlfriend, you more mad and angry and hateful of your friend than that woman that you said you love mm. or that girl that you said you love. That word friend is deep. So I don't use the word friend. I don't use the word love. Those are two words that I don't involve in my daily conversation or 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 vocabulary, if you will. Unless me. I know. Oh, mom, I, know. I love you. My children, oh, yeah, daddy loves you. But you won't get me to say that to a female. I can't. Now, a lot of people say you've been hurt and this, that, and the third. It's not, it's not so much about hurt. It's what that word does to people, yo. It don't even have to be me. It could be another person. It's what that word does. And that's how friends work. When you use that word friend, you're thinking that this person is going to have your back and everything, and the moment they don't have your back, let you get jumped. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The moment they don't have your back or they have your back too close and sleeping with you, yo, I don't know. Yo, I can't do it, DJ Philly. I can't well, use those words so I can see. It's, huh? it's how we choose them, and people change up. I don't know. What are the people with this? Sometimes they get their head screwed off and on. I do not understand it. Because they can be, like, true blue for, like, a couple years, and something happens when they just turn coats. Like, what happened? Did you do the exorcism on me or something? Look, 
I had a good I had a good run with some well, friends. <laughs> I call friends, but they were really associates. My daughter said, "No, they're not really your friends." I was like, "You know what? They are. They friends. Yeah. They are right." Hey, they done turn coat all the way. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, <laughs> goodness." Hey, yeah. that's how it is. Yeah. 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 Well, you well, who do you? Let's let's be honest. Who didn't? Matter of fact, I I, I didn't give you this for my playlist. But I would love if you could find Houdini friends because Houdini was telling us about friends. You know what I mean? How many of us have them? Ones you can depend on. You know what I'm saying? The ones that don't just come around when you got something. They even put friends in different zones. You got best friends, close friends, girlfriends, boyfriends. You know what I mean? Like, it's so many different type of friends. Plutonic friends, friends with benefits. There's so many different type of friends. It's crazy. So I don't know, man. I, I I just think that, you know, having these discussions and having this dialogue with your children is important. Everybody that's on the line listening tonight, man, I need you to talk to your children, especially your boys. Let them know. Putting your hands on a girl is not cool. It don't make you cool. You don't look cool. It don't make you feel. How could you even feel like a man or feel like you you you, you did something when you beat up a girl? You know, it is. It, you know what, DJ Philly Joy? I don't know how. You familiar with MMA, boxing? It's yeah. like karate. Kick, it's like a karate and boxing. Karate boxing. It's like anything goes in, in this this cage. You familiar with that? Yeah, yeah, but I don't like watching it. Well, I don't know how. Yeah, well, it's it's a guy who got in a sex chain and is now a female, oh, no. and they allow him to fight in the ring with these girls, and he just put one in a concussion. I believe it was his last fight. Now, I don't care if you got your middle section split, ripped, folded, bent. I don't care. The fact that you were born a male, your physique, your muscle tone, and everything else, and your structure is going to be different. How do society and how do the gaming committee and commission allow a man who turns himself into a woman to fight against women? who were generally, like, really born a woman, a female. But again, we said this earlier, society is the day is this liberal bullshit is, is so liberal now that it, anything goes. At what cost? At what cost? So if there's a man out here, who was born a male but now changed himself to a female but get to fight females and put them in concussions and stuff, what message are you sending to our boys? So I need everyone <clears throat> excuse me, who out there listening tonight to talk to your children, especially your boys. Let them know it's not cool to put your hands on no female. You's a coward when you do that. But also talk to your daughters and tell them, do not put your hands on no male. You know what I'm saying? 
Don't. It's not your place. If he hits you, you tell somebody, you tell me. If you got brothers, we, we got ways of handling that. But don't put your hands. Because I'm not saying that a female shouldn't defend herself. I'm not saying she can't defend herself. Don't get me wrong. Excuse me. But what I'm saying is boys and men are naturally stronger than females. And that's not to be chauvinistic or any of that. That's just being, I mean, logically speaking, we know this scientifically. Now, that's not to say that some women can't out-bench press some men. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying naturally, men are, were made uh, uh, differently for that purpose of being the strength. Although y'all are emotionally and mentally stronger than us, I will admit that spiritually as well. But if she fights and defends herself against him, whether she's capable or not, who's to say he won't beat her down anyway? But we have a caller in the building. So I'm going to take this caller and see what this uh, caller actually has to say. Okay, hold on. Give me one second, caller. Because I see you there, and I see your hand up. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, we hear you. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Straight Talk with yours, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to tonight? I don't want to say my name. I just tuned in, though, about uh, two or three minutes ago, so I don't know if I'm, if what I want to say was already mentioned or not. I'm saying I don't want to say my okay. name because I'm being funny. I'm being funny. Um, I'll have You're being guess. funny? Yeah, I'm being funny. I'll have to <laughs> <laughs> But... Okay. Um, I have, um, the topic was interesting. I saw it on Instagram and, um, I definitely wanted to tune in. I have the time for it. Um, something that I've been running into, um, per my recent career change, um, which is teaching now a fifth grade class and Mm. over, the last couple of weeks, I've um, encountered students, females in particular, that um, would actually throw themselves upon the male students, hitting the male students. And I actually, uh, just last week, the day before the um, Thanksgiving break, um, heard a male student, fifth grade, threatening a female student, threatening to beat her up before getting onto the school bus. So um, Mm. addressing, you know, both sides, actually. And uh, again, I tuned in about two or three minutes ago. So I heard you mention, you know, talk to the boys and also talk to the daughters, you know, about... um, 
you know, saying, you know, telling them that they can't, you know, hit on guys either. And, um, you know, I agree with that because I'm thinking, actually, what I really want to say in a nutshell, because I don't want to take up too much time, is that um, I think it boils down to um, chivalry, chivalry being gone, loss of gender roles. Um, it's not so much that the boys aren't being taught um, not to hit girls or the girls aren't being taught not to hit boys. It's that society as a whole um, just totally disregard um, gender roles, period. You know, women mm-hmm. um, starting in the homes are already um, within dual roles and Going back to I don't I can't recall the year um, because it was probably around the time that I was born or maybe earlier or a little or when I was a, a younger of young age or younger age rather um, where women you know just really the whole women rights thing and you know we can do what men do and you know that being on the rise and. You know, again, with women having dual roles within the home and then now the whole um, homosexuality thing, gay rights and, you know, so gender roles and that type of thing is just totally being disregarded. And um, I think it boils down to that in a nutshell. Um, And everybody just wanting to be treated equally treated the same, you know, don't really classify this type, this job, this, this sport, this activity, this behavior, uh, this um, attitude or whatever, what have you, to this sex. You know, it's not associated with male or female. Don't, you know, classify to one or the other. Um, it boils down to that and then that, uh, as a whole, and um, people are just so busy, guardians, parents and guardians are so busy, just like with the birds and the bees discussion and say, oh, you should talk to your children about the birds and the bees, how many people actually have those conversations, you know what I mean? Like you're not in the homes, everybody's out, women aren't in the homes anymore um, as they were back in the days. You know, it's not that you don't mean to... I mean, like you intentionally don't want to, you're intentionally not teaching them these things, but these are things you just don't get around to saying. Um, it's it's a whole bunch of things, but I think in a nutshell, it's, it's, again, it's that chivalry is gone, gender roles are totally disregarded, and then, you know, um, sub to that is, you know, just, and not in the homes anymore to really <clears throat> teach those things that those, that should be taught, you know. Um, well, yeah, I, I, I definitely, but I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I too, I was a school teacher for 15 years, um, and I was saying I was speaking about that earlier. Um, so, and I taught fifth grade. I mean, in fact, fifth grade is my second average grade for teaching. Um, I mainly taught sixth, seventh, and eighth. 
But fifth is um, how I started, and I've taught more fifth grade classes than any classes throughout my teaching career. Sixth, seventh, and eighth is um, the next, but I've taught that longer. Um, So I know exactly what you're saying with fifth grade. And it's scary because they, too, become sexual at that grade. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and even before that, actually. But fifth grade is that transition period. In fifth grade, this is your last year in, quote, unquote, elementary. Now you're about to go to that second level, which is middle. So you're testing all type of waters to get yourself ready to go to that sixth grade. And it go from the little puppy love play fighting and, and fourth and fifth grade, third grade and all that, to it gets real and serious to almost woman beater status at sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Like you can start seeing a pattern develop in them. You know what I mean? So I definitely agree with what you're saying when it comes to fifth graders and doing what they're doing. I agree with everything you just said. Parenting. The, the mother's not in the home as much no more because she has the work, which means she's not in the kitchen to teach the little girl how to cook. I mean, it's just so many aspects of this. The father been out the home since the introduction of welfare to keep him out the home, since slavery to, to take him away from the home. So that's always been an issue for a lot of us. So I agree with you there because who's going to teach the boy how to be a man? How's the boy going to see what a man should look like? Not to say that some men are there and still aren't the man for their child to see because he, too, himself can be a woman beater, which, in my opinion, is he makes him less of a man. You know what I mean? So I, I I, I personally don't see how a male to put his hands on a female, period, at any age. When you're in your kindergarten and all that, you really probably don't really develop the concept of the purpose of it. You just probably told don't hit girls. And when you're that young, you still got your <laughs> quick reflexes. So is she hit me first. You know what I mean? But as you get older. Yeah, I don't know if you told that anymore. Like, I know, like, with older generations, yeah, they're probably told that. So we know better. We say that. I know I say that to the students. Like when I heard the boy saying that to the girl getting on the bus, and he said, I'll do that. I said, you'll do what? No, you won't. You know, but, you know, with the, like I had one student, he told me, and I know his mom was probably fibbing at it when he said, I said, how old is your mom? He said, he's, he's 10, by the way. And I said, how old is your mom? He said, 20. And I said, I'm old enough to be your mom and her mom. Have a seat. But then I thought about it later, and I'm like, his mom can't be 20. She better not be 20 if he's 10. You know what I mean? But I'm like, but my point is, I wonder, you know, with the younger generation, um, if, you know, they're even told that anymore, you know, not to hit girls or just that, you know, when I was younger, you know, I was told, you know, some I don't know if a caller's on the phone that might be offended by this, but then I apologize in advance, but this is what I was told when I was younger, you know, like, matter of fact, I'll pick something different. Like, my, my mother didn't allow my sister 
and, and I to wear um, black sneakers. You know, she was that strict. She would say black sneakers are like for boys. You know, we had to wear like brighter colors. Okay. You know what I mean? Or we couldn't wear like pants. Girls. Right, like we couldn't wear pants at that right. time. I was um, in church. We couldn't wear pants to church at that time. But now, you know, nowadays it's different. You know what I mean? So I don't know if they've been being told that. I wonder if they're being told that anymore. Don't hit girls. Because now, like, like, for instance, when I was younger, well, it wasn't until I was um, in high school, because I remember being on Channel 6 talking about this when the WNBA started, and I kind of got in trouble for when they asked that question to me on national TV, because <laughs> it was how I was raised, and what do you think about women playing basketball? I don't want to know my answer on national TV, but it was how I was raised. When I was younger, there was no women playing basketball, not professional right. basketball. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like you have women doing what, you know what I mean? So women women saying, oh, I can do this like a man and I can do this like, well, you, you never know if they're being real. Well, she's talking to you like she a man or, you know, putting her hands up like a man then knock her out like a man. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. Mm-hmm. At that, at, right. at, the, uh, at the younger ages, I'm saying, but in our gen- older generation, yeah, we know better. What a male right. told they were cowards. Huh? What a male told, like in my family, the males were told, the boys were told, only a coward puts his hands on a female. But right. that's the same message pretty much delivered. Right. That's what I was taught. Like, men don't, the same way I was taught, men hold the, the door or carry the trash out or the heavy things or, you know, the... Do you know what I mean? Like there were certain things that assigned or attributed to a man. Gender roles. Gender roles. Right, gender roles. But yep. that really doesn't exist as much anymore. And do you know why and that is? putting hands on a female might be one of those things that doesn't exist any, not so much anymore. And so you know it happens. Well, do you, do you know why? It seems that none of these things that used to be in play are no longer in play. Do you think what would what would be your reason why? As to I think the reason because of, of the whole one to go real real deep, like this whole. I really think it has to do with the whole. Homosexuality, population control, the hormones and the food, which kind of breeds all of the homosexuality and all of that. You know, it's like it, it, it makes the gender roles kind of non-existent. You know, and then all, of, and then you know, putting away as many of the men as possible. I don't know. I just try not to think too far or too deep into it, but I think, yeah, like um, it's kind of like skating across different thoughts without getting too 
in depth? Yeah, I, I, I personally, I blame the liberal movement mm-hmm. because I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And people can say what they want to say about Barack Obama. He he was all right, but he was by far he was not the best president this country had. Um, Who did you say? I, I had switched my phone. I said um, Barack Obama. You know, oh. people could say what they want to say about him, but to me, he was not the greatest president this country had. Um, not to say there was a great one, but um, he, he wasn't was with everyone. Take, put, he was part know, of the uh, plan, and they just put him out Yeah. So as, as far as he goes, the liberal movement got big when he got in office. You didn't see that with Clinton. You didn't see that with Bush. You didn't see that with Reagan. You didn't see that with no prior presidents because they all followed a conservative format. Marriages between a male and a, a male and female. We're gonna hold this sacred, like the Bible says, whatever, whatever. Um, but it was ran conservatively. You know, the man should open the door for females, pull a chair out, all of that. Now, when Barack became president, no matter because we seen he opened the door for Michelle, he pulled Michelle's seat out, yeah, all that. But it was what he allowed society. To dictate through him. That is when you've seen the homosexual movement get big. That is when you've seen a lot of the chaos with the black communities and families actually getting worse, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion. This is where the liberal movement, because he spoke big on liberal. Now, liberation to free yourself from, that's fine if you're, if you're a refugee, if you're a prisoner of war, if you're, you know what I mean? I, I can understand mm-hmm. that situation of being liberated. But in a country that's quote-unquote already supposed to be free, how much freer do you want it? You know, it's one of them things where if I walk down the street today or tomorrow butt naked, I'll get arrested <laughs> for indecent mm-hmm. exposure. But mm-hmm. yet they have a whole bike-a-thon where they ride bikes totally naked, and it's fine. You see what I'm saying? We live in a mm-hmm. country where a man can't marry more than one woman but two women can marry, or two men can marry. There's no more logic. The logic is over. Everything is just free now. Anything goes. I don't know if you heard me talk about the the male, the female who was born a male, who's an MMA fighter and gets to fight females. Now he's already he was born male, so he's already going to be naturally stronger than these girls. But because he flipped, tucked, and wrapped and whatever taped and whatever he did and became a female, he gets to fight female. He just put one in a coma. What mm-hmm. does that say about this country? What does it say about the values and the morals? 
And I agree with you. I don't know if these children, they're taught that in today's society either. Because in today's society, anything goes. It don't matter. Somebody hits you, hit them back. I don't care who it is. That's exactly how the conversation goes in the household today. Mm-hmm. And as a teacher, you might, I don't know if you ever heard, but I've heard parents tell their child, whether just because they were upset and angry. If somebody put their effing hands on you, you better hit them back. I don't give who it is. Mm-hmm. So right. now when that I child hit, hits I heard teacher, hit on him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But so when that is, child now there, hits there, the teacher, there is no what? conversation in, in the house, in the homes anymore. In, in the younger homes, when I talk to, well, that's a broad statement, but when I talk to my students or when I'm listening to their conversations during, let's say, indoor recess or, you know, you know what they're talking about? Um, video games, what they do at home, because you know they they hardly get homework anymore. Yeah. Um. So, what what games they play all day? On some type of gaming system or iPad, you know. So I, I don't know how much if any conversation is going on anymore because everybody is glued to something. And I don't know what type of uh, uh, wave, radiation, whatever it's called, that's going through everybody's brain that, that while they're all, everybody's glued to something. You know what I mean? So, um, I well, what I want doubt there's as you know, much conversation as there was back in the day before that stuff existed anyway. <laughs> well, what I want you to do, since you don't want to tell us your name. Um, you know my daggone <laughs> name. <laughs> I, I don't know your name. So what I want you to do, right? When you said cook you... it in the kitchen, I figured you knew. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know who it is. I know who it is, but um, I I I, I wish I could come mentor to school, because you know we have the on point three sixty uh mentoring program, and and I wish I could uh come mentor at your school, but you know, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I'll be able to get there. <laughs> All the way in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying I don't know if I'll be able to get there. But um, no, I, I I I do. I thank you for calling in and and uh, giving your your views on this. But I want to ask you one more thing. Um, yes. About friends. What, what, what? How did the conversation of friends go in the household? And how do you have that conversation with your children? About friends. Yeah, you know. Because a lot of times it'd be people who, kids who started out friends and end up getting bullied by somebody they thought they was a friend or, you know, end up getting jumped or something in their so-called friend standing right there watching, you know what I mean? Or, you know, the, the friend stopped being their friend to go hang around with the popular crowd or something. Like, 
what is your conversation with your children about friends and how was, you know, friends communicated with you growing up? Hmm. Well, to be honest, I haven't had much conversation with mine about friends um, given their ages, four and 11. Um, But I guess the minimal conversation was really just in that just let them know because my my girls are very 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 friendly and they expect everybody to be the same way um they expect everybody to like them if they like you know if they like if they like them or want to play with them or be around they expect everybody to like them back they're very friendly very nurturing very caring and they get they're very sensitive. They get very hurt when the person, a per, when people don't like them back. You know, they wonder why, why not? You know, and I just tell them or remind them. You know, everybody is not going to. I don't say everybody's not going to like you. I don't say that. I'm very careful with my words, but I say everybody, you know, is not going to always want to be around the same set of people all the time, you know, so you just have to be around or choose people that choose you, you know, and just be mindful that sometimes it's, you know, going to change, you know, especially at your your age. You know, my 11-year-old, she has, she already has a best friend, a friend that she's had since um, first grade. And, I mean, she's only in sixth grade, but still, they are two peas in a pod, you know. And when I go to her conferences um, with her teacher, I'm always told that she's a a leader, um, like a silent force, a leader, and she has a, a great group of friends, a small group, but a great group of friends, but she's a silent leader. They... and the, the group of the few girls that she's with, they're all, you know, like straight-A students. They're kind of like, like I, you know, I grew up in Philly, so um, in Philly we would have labeled them as like kind of like nerdy or squarish, you know. Mm-hmm. And where we are, my daughter's grew up in, growing up, my daughters are growing up in areas totally opposite North Philly and, you know, all of that societal pressure, that type of pressure anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's actually considered a good thing (laughs) to have that kind of label. They don't call it that, but it's actually a good thing. Whereas when I was growing up, it was, you were kind of like teased, (laughs) to be right. nerdy, you know what I mean? Um, but in her case, it's a good thing. So I, I get good feedback for her choice, with her choice of friends and her role or position within their little group. Um, but in the other one, she's only four and a half. But the key thing I, I try to tell them is that the main thing is that 
you know, choose people that choose you and just be mindful that it's going, it's likely to change because they get very hurt when it switches. And they they probably get that from me, believe it or not. I'm the same way. People won't think that, but I am because I have that very hard shell. Exterior. Mm-hmm. Right, but if people are, if you study people, if you really know people and know how to read people, you know that most people with that hard exterior have a really soft, genuine heart. That hard exterior is to protect that soft, caring, genuine heart. <laughs> Not that they're cold. Do you know what I mean? That, most that of the time. Me. Most of the time. So... I'm, I'm the exception to that rule. That's <laughs> what most of the time. So I'm very selective, um, very in, my physically introverted, but my personality is extroverted. You know, I'm very selective, um, a very, very, very small circle, if it even makes a circle, because I care so much, love so hard about my people. You know, I, yep. I, when and they heard, I heard that type of thing. You know, and I definitely feel you on that. I I I, I share those same sentiments exactly. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny you mention that because my daughter, my twelve year old, she in sixth grade now, and um, one of the kids asked her, one of the children in her class asked her, "Was she black?" <laughs> Yeah, so my daughter, she gets that when she speaks, yeah. They asked her if she's black, and the reason is my daughter don't like, she doesn't like too much of today's quote-unquote black music. And a lot of that has to do with me, because certain songs I tell her from the rest inappropriate. Nope, we're not listening to that. We're not supporting that, you know what I mean? And always give them, mm-hmm. I, I, I give them reason. But with that also, I listen to the songs they listen to so I can get an idea of what they like and who might be influencing them in some sort of way. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she likes to listen to the white song, the pop song, and she sings the pop songs. She likes to watch the, the little kid-oriented, family-oriented movies. Most of them are sing-alongs, so she likes to sing those songs. She's really a kid's kid, like a child, a, mm-hmm. a, a really a child, still a child. You know how some of these children are grown as hell. Mm-hmm. My daughter right. is a child. You know what I mean? And oh, all yeah. of my children has been that way. And down to the point, like you said, growing up in North Philly, I take my children mm-hmm. down there, they tease them and call them white because they speak proper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, is it, you is live it, why, why they, you live in, a, in a, or a culturally diverse area or predominantly one or the other? Well, we 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 write in a we still in a black community, and we always been in a black community. Even when I got you know quote unquote out the hood. I ain't do nothing but move into an upper hood. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's well, I'm, I'm just really asking that because you sound what you do is like I do the same thing but opposite. Like my daughter 
is very much, she's a true of them, your true child at heart. But in, we're in a white neighborhood, culturally diverse school. Um, but I allow her to listen to some of the other music just to kind of give her some balance. I, I monitor it. It's okay. Like, she, she's so, you know, it's like I don't want her to lose touch with it. Like, when we go home to Philly, like, she's so over, not overwhelmed. She's just so, like, uh, amazed by, like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, they're just, they think we're in, um, I don't know. Like, they, they actually, why can't we move here? And I'm like, no. I'm like, that's how you know my kids aren't from Philly because you ever hear that thing, you're not from Philly, Philly if you're not trying to move <laughs> or something like that. Like, um, But the same reason that you don't or the same reason that you allow or prefer your daughter to listen to the other music is the reason I allow my daughter to listen to, you know, a little bit of this or a little bit of that, except for anything hardcore or what, like, you know, Yada yada, but we're in the neighborhood opposite that. You know what I'm saying? So I keep a little bit. I try to keep a little bit of um, you know, us in it. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm gonna say this: she does go to a culturally diverse school as well, um, and it's ironic because a lot of her new little friends are Caucasian or Caucasian. And and it's funny because children at that age, they really don't care about race and color. They don't. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they are aware. Because I remember going to pick her up one day and I seen these four little kid children playing. Two were black, two were white. They were all little girls. So the one little girl, white girl, didn't want to play with the other, with the black girls. So the one did. So the one that did somehow got the one who didn't to want to play with him, but the one who didn't tells one of the black girls, okay, you have to be the dog. So the other little black, so this little black girl started jumping around and barking like she was the dog, and the other little black girl stood there and looked at her and just started playing around the tree by herself like, I'm not playing this game. But it was funny to watch that interaction. You know what I mean? And and watch Mm -hmm. how... They gave roles and stuff like that, but I tell my daughter the same. I tell my daughters, look, you don't have friends. You have associates. You have affiliates. You have classmates. You have everything but friends. You get, And my mom told me this. You get two friends. You get one true friend in life, and you're lucky if you get two, blessed if you get three. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I found so much truth in that saying. Because to date, there's only one person that I call, I can really call a true, true friend, and that's DJ Chell, who I've been friends with for over 20 years. That mm-hmm. well, yeah, I believe that because he he's an Aries. Speaks about it. Because he's an Aries. We're not saying all that. Yeah. I'm just saying, respect, respect. I'm just saying, because <laughs> we're the really most genuine. <laughs> 
Whatever. I'm not I'm saying just saying all that. he keep it the most turning and you know, you know, so <laughs> I guess. I guess. Shout out I to DJ Phil. If um, you can I'm just saying. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but but shout out to DJ Chill who's not in the building tonight. He had a definite family. So people mm. keep uh, DJ Chill and his family in your prayers. Um, so I'm glad I, I remembered to mention that. Um, but I, I appreciate you for calling and calling in. I truly do. And, you know, we we going to meet one of these days. I don't know when, but, you know, one of these no. times you 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 shoot me a message on social media like, yo, I'm in town or something. You know, one of them times because no. you be sneaking in and they're sneaking out and then be posting <laughs> stuff like it was good. I you know. know. Like, say word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it, it's all good. It's all good. One of these times, you know, you know, yo, I'm in the city. You know I mean, I, I know it's where to find be- you know well, I will say it's going to be um, the entire uh, winter break into the new year. I always do that. So okay, okay. I always well, do that. Well, just to put this bug in your ear, uh, February 16th, I, uh, on point to be having the next event, and I'll be having my born day bash at that event on February 16th. My my born February day is the 14th. 16th. But February 16th is when hey. I'm going to have this event. So I don't know if you Oh, that's why you're, you're an Aquarius. All Sorry, day. I, all day. The Aquarius and uh, Aries, that's yeah. I wonder y'all so cool, yep. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it, it's cool. We cool. But don't think. <laughs> we'll fight oh, over I know. Water. Yeah, I man. Know. We fight over that water. He's trying to live in Oh, I know. I'm trying to wash up in it. I thank you for calling in and tuning in. It's been a long time since you've been on our show, and we heard your voice. Hopefully, you'll call in a little more frequently like you used to. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to wait to see. You know I mean, Cause we, do, <laughs> we do appreciate and miss your comments that you will give. Yeah, I mean, when you came across the airways, just like the yeah, nice gym. And much success. At least you, at least you do. So. Say what? Thank you. Thank you. Hey, no doubt, no doubt. So, that being said, I'm going I'm to play this song for you. DJ Philly Joy, I think I have a new friend. Hey. I think so too. Word. This goes out to my anonymous, but not so anonymous. Friends. <laughs> Friends. How many of us have them? We use it in the wrong way. Now you can look the word up again and again, but the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friend. And if you ask me, you know I couldn't be much help because a friend's somebody you judge for yourself. 
some are okay and they treat you real cool. And some are taking kindness for being the fool. We like to be with some because they're funny. Others come around when they need some money. Some you grew up with around the way and you're still real close to this very day. Homeboys through the summer, with the spring and fall. And then there's only wish we never knew at all. And this list goes on again and again. But these are the people that we call friends. When we first went out together, we barely knew each other. We had no intentions on becoming lovers. But in no time at all, you became my girl. Me and you were one-on-one against the world. Talking on the telephone for hours at a time. And else I was at your house and you was at mine. And then came the arguments and all kinds of problems. Besides making love, we had nothing in common. It couldn't last longer because we started out strong. But I guess we went about the whole thing wrong. Because out of nowhere, it just came to an end. Because we became lovers before we were friends. Friends, how many of us have them? Mr. On Point, Mr. Controversy, Straight Talk. Wise and depend on friends. Shout out to my anonymous, not so anonymous friend who called Dan tonight. Um, much love and appreciation uh, for um, DJ Philly Joy. 
another one of my friends. So, I mean, don't get it twisted, man. I don't use the word, but I know when and how to use the word. And there's some people that just come across your life that touch you in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And you can see the the humbleness in them. You can see the loyalty in them. You know what I mean? You can see the goodwill, good nature in them. You know what I mean? But they don't come that often. You know what I'm saying? They don't come that often. And when they do come, more than likely they're there to stay. These type genuine people. And I consider um, DJ Philly Joy a genuine individual. And if y'all ever met her, y'all would, you know, see and feel the genuineness in her. DJ Chill, there's a loyalty and a genuineness in it. I mean, you will see that. You know, you will feel that. You know what I'm saying? So even um, my anonymous, not so anonymous friend, you know what I mean? There's a genuineness in her, and there's a, a, a correlation between the two of us. Like, I, I remember uh, a couple of days ago I was on Instagram, uh, you know, posting up things and reading through a couple of them, and I seen, you know, her in the kitchen and had her daughters sticking the bird with the, the with the with the uh, what do you call them things? Syringe. You know what I'm saying? I, the other one was cleaning some. Like it, I was just like, wow, this is dope. This don't happen no more. You know what I'm saying? But the fact to see someone doing it. It was like, yo, that's dope. Because my job business, we're set on on point, stays on on point. But when I cook, I take my daughters in the kitchen. And I mean, me, I take them in the kitchen. Yo, you going to do this. I'm going to do that. And like, we, we could be making breakfast. All right, you grab the eggs. You get the milk, you know what I mean? All right, you put the butter in the pan. All right, you mess up the eggs, scramble them all. Like, this is what we do. You know what I mean? And this is just me teaching my daughters, A, what they need to know if they want to eat, and B, what they need to do when they have a man later in life who's going to want to eat. And like I guess tonight said, whose name will remain anonymous. Like she said, these things don't exist no more. And this is what DJ Philly Joy and myself uh, means and, and when we say that we're, we're having these workshops for adults to, to get back to black. And when we say get back to black, that means getting back to the way that black people were when we were proud to be black. That's another thing. We don't even we we can't even get on the same page of our our ethnicity. People want to be African American. Don't know the logic behind that. People don't want to be black, but they want to be brown. <laughs> like it, it's just all oh, it doesn't make sense. But. Again, we have to be mindful because we have children that's watching 
We have children that's listening. And as our guest said tonight, not only do what I said, which is teach your children not, especially boys, not to hit girls and teach your daughters not to hit boys, but just have a conversation like our guest said tonight. Just have a conversation with your child. You know what I mean? Just listen to the music they listen to. Look at the play the game with them sometimes just to see where they head at. Figure out why they like that game more than math. How can you how can you merge the two? All right, you like Grand Theft Auto? What's the name of that car? Oh, so you can't read, huh? How many miles an hour is it going? How many more of these you got to pick up? Like, incorporate these things into what they like. So many of us have gotten away from parenting because we're too busy trying to do us and be us and deal with what we have to deal with that we done got far away from parenting. Talk to your children, man. All the fellas out there on the line tonight, have that talk with your young boy. Tell him, don't put your hands on no girl. You're a sucker. You're a whole coward. You know what I mean? And if she keep at you, she probably like you. But just tell the teacher. Tell the principal. Now, a boy, on the other hand, he put his hands on you, you might have to handle your business. Because we're in a world today where if you don't handle your business, you're pretty much going to get bullied. Which is probably always the case, but we don't see these things until later when we become parents. We tend to see from a different trained eye. You feel me, DJ Philly Joy? You know it. I know you. You're talking about the truth. Come on now. Well, you know, you on the night. You on tomorrow night. So why don't you tell the people, you know, how they can follow you tomorrow night so they can tune into your show? All right, sure enough, I'm on On Point Radio every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. You know, my show is called Joy's Hope. We talk about all kinds of issues going on in the world today and get the entrepreneurs and talk about their their projects, their businesses as well. I do some kind of motivational speaking at times, so we have a good time. We get some good conversation in, so join us on tomorrow night. All right, thank you, people. Oh, my code, 146-247-pound. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, they, you can't forget that one. They need that one. You know what I mean? But um, before we go to this last track, DJ Philly Joy, my 12-year-old hit me with something the other day. You know what she told me? Nope. What'd she say? She said, Dad, I want a radio show. What? I said, what? Yeah, I said, what? What? I want my own radio show. I want to try it. I was like, wow. Again, children watch you. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So I love it. I'm thinking about giving her a weekend early show. What you think about that? I already love it already. I think it's going to be a hit. And I would like her to take it in the realm of interviewing other little children who doing things, having little conversations with our little friends on the on the air, you know, just talking about different stuff, just to see where their heads are at and their minds are at, you know, while interacting on radio. 
Oh yeah. I would I would love to see how that how that would work out, how that would play out. So I don't know. Oh I'm a, I'm a, I'm a throw the I kick the idea around a little bit more and I'll see what I could play with. You know, because it might be a lot for these children to dial these numbers and then dial these codes. Then again, it probably wouldn't. Cause they Are you serious? All, yes. <laughs> all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? So, it's nothing to them. They know, fix them up all the time. Get out of here. Children is instant, though. They want everything instant. With this, you got to listen to them tell you what to do and then do it. You know what I mean? They might get tired of that. Like, man, ain't nobody doing all that. You know what I'm saying? Children are dead lazy, too. <laughs> So, right. you know, I don't know. I kick it around. I'll play with it. I just thought it was interesting that um, she asked me because she have her own radio show. You know what I mean? I was like, ain't this something. So that being said, man, people out there, thank you all for tuning in tonight. I appreciate you all for listening to On Point Radio, especially Straight Talk with your host, Mr. Controversy, a.k.a. Mr. On Point. And tonight, DJ Philly Joy, Let's take us out because my squad stay on point with it. All right, now, here we go. Uh, I make a million bucks every six months from y'all. Hating my game, saying my name. They call me the E-Wrong Fame. Knowing I'm fly without wings. But some of y'all have to pull strings. In this era, I maintain the feet upon the beat. Not the baseline, the Rafi of the deep. Living a mastermind of genius. So don't snooze, no listens impossible. Act strong, uh-huh. I keep a split when I have to spit a rough paragraph. Laugh when I'm busting your Come and see me like one twelve, uh-huh. and I'll rock that bell with Fox and L. Mr. Excitement, right? The Portuguese rap shall come to the light. The recipient of this award goes to moi, the best qualified here. So, my squad stays on point like that.
living in the courts until the MCs take a no short in the rush for it. My squad stays on point like that, that's that, that's that, that's that, that's that, that's that, DJ Philly Joy, you on point? Yeah, I'm on point. Peace. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.